silver clouds below You saw everything as far as you can see And they say that he got crazy once And he tried to touch the sun And he lost a friend but kept the memory Now he walks in quiet solitude The forests and the streams Seeking grace in every step he takes His sight is turned inside himself To try and understand The serenity of a clear blue mountain lake simple thing cannot comprehend Why they try to tear the mountains down to bring in a couple more More people, more scars upon the land In the Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it rain and fire in the sky and Though he Rocky Mountain High Colorado Rocky Mountain High I've seen it rain fire in the sky Friends around the campfire And everybody's high Rocky Mountain Good morning, UUCC. My name is Colette Gelwix. I use she, her pronouns. I'm a member of your board of trustees, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to worship this morning at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. As we begin, we honor the Piscataway people and their ancestors. It's upon their land that we reside. We are served by the Reverend Paige Getty Minister, as well as a talented and dedicated team of religious educators, musicians, and other professional staff. Much appreciation goes out to the many lay leaders and volunteers whose incredible efforts and dedication help to keep us connected. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, whoever you love and whatever your faith tradition, you are welcome here. We particularly welcome any guests joining worship this morning. 
We encourage you to fill out the visitors form in the lobby or online and connect with others in the virtual or in-person social hour after the service so that we may meet and welcome you. Finally, for those attending worship in our sanctuary at the Owen Brown Interfaith Center, please take a moment to silence your cell phones and other electronic devices. Our announcements this morning are all about our upcoming annual meeting. UUCC's annual meeting is scheduled for June 5th at 6.30 p.m. and all are invited to attend. You can find lots of information on the UUCC annual meeting webpage, a draft budget to review, information on the nominating committee's slate of nominees, the draft minutes from previous congregational meetings, and more. If you are a member of the congregation and unable to attend the meeting, but would like to designate someone to vote on your behalf, please complete the proxy form on that page by Wednesday, June 1st at 5 p.m. If you would like to learn more about the budget being proposed, please attend the budget info session on Tuesday, May 31st at 6 p.m. on Zoom. Please note that due to the rapidly rising levels of COVID, um, hospitalizations and cases in our area, we are currently reevaluating the planned potluck. Please watch your email for updates and possible modifications. Finally, during the annual meeting, those who are eligible to vote will be using a virtual voting system called Poll EV. There are a few steps you need to take to make sure you are all set before the meeting. You can find that information on the annual meeting webpage as well. And if you're attending worship service in person today, Hannah Nelson will be at the table in the lobby ready to walk things through with you. We really look forward to seeing you at the annual meeting. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Colette. Good morning and welcome, everyone. Whether you're here in the room or joining us remotely, it's good to be with you. My name is Paige Getty. I use the pronouns she, her, and hers, and it is my great privilege and honor to serve as minister of this congregation. 
If you are in the sanctuary this morning and need a hearing assist device, a reminder that you can get those from the tech team in the back. Those are available to you. And you can find the order of service online using a mobile device and the QR code that you see on the screen. Um, and there's probably a link in the chat if you're on Zoom. And there are a few printed copies of the order of service in the back of the sanctuary. We will honor personal joys and sorrows later in the service today. So if you have something you'd like to be voiced in that part of the service, please write it in the Joys and Sorrows book at the back of the sanctuary or send it via email to joysandsorrows at uucolumbia.net. Many thanks to everyone who is contributing to this morning's service and today, especially this tech team who has been very flexible and grace-filled as we try to offer something that's a little out of the ordinary this morning. So thank you all, and to the hospitality team that's out in full force this morning. Thank you. So it's Memorial Day weekend, the beginning of a summer mindset for many among us, a holiday weekend, albeit one that calls for reverence that's often filled with food and friends and fun. It's traditionally the time of a community-wide camping trip for many families in this congregation, and there are quite a number of them at Rocky Gap State Park this weekend. And we've been doing lots of intense stuff together as a congregation in recent weeks and months and years. So we decided long ago that today's service would be less formal here in the sanctuary, maybe a little bit more free form in honor of this traditional camping weekend for this congregation. You should have gotten a s'mores packet on your way into the sanctuary if you're here. Thank you, Kelly, for putting those together. And it will be all of that. And it has been a horrifying week heart-wrenching, fear and outrage-inducing, another mass shooting, more evidence of extreme dysfunction within law enforcement, more expressions of cowardice from our elected officials who continue to be unwilling to do anything meaningful to address our country's fatal obsession with guns. In addition to that, this hateful, lie-filled rhetoric that's putting our transgender folks and black folks and Latinx folks in more and more danger. Tomorrow is Memorial Day, a day for honoring our war dead, and especially for honoring those who've died while in military service. In today's worship, there will be several prayers with those particular service persons in mind. We begin today, though, by speaking the names of 31 specific persons who've died in the past two weeks. These are victims of another kind of war here on our own American soil. So I invite you to listen with reverence to the names of these persons who've been killed by guns in the last two weeks. At Topps Friendly Market in a black neighborhood in Buffalo, New York, two Saturdays ago, May 14th. Aaron Salter. Andre McNeil. 
Celestine Cheney, Geraldine Talley, Hayward Patterson, Catherine Massey, Margus D. Morrison, Pearl Young, Roberta A. Drury, Ruth Whitfield. And this week, Tuesday, May 24th, in the predominantly Latinx town of Uvalde, Texas. Alexandria Lexi Rubio. Alethea Ramirez. Amari Joe Garza. Annabelle Guadalupe Rodriguez. Eliana Elijah Cruz Torres. Eliana Ellie Garcia. Eva Mireles. Irma Garcia, whose husband Jose also died later in the week. Jacqueline Jalen Casares. Hila Nicole Silguero. Jaise Carmelo Luevanos. Jose Flores Jr. Lila Salazar. Maite Rodriguez. McKenna Lee Elrod. Miranda Mathis. Navaya Alisa Bravo. Rogelio Torres. Tess Marie Mata. Udzia Garcia. Xavier Javier Lopez. I see a few children in the sanctuary, and I wonder if you'd be willing to come stand with me while we light our flaming chalice this morning. If so, will you come on up? Let's turn and look at the camera and our families. We are holding names in our minds and hearts. And we honor the lives of all those lost to violence and war and dedicate this chalice with a prayer of invocation written by Nicole McKay, who is a Unitarian Universalist military chaplain candidate in Canada. We gather to remember those who could not grow old and those forced to grow old long before their time. 
We gather to mourn and grieve with one another all of our losses. The people, the stories, the loved ones, and the futures that could have been. We gather to do the hard work of facing the difficult realities of our present and our past, where there is conflict, violence, war, and hatred. We gather to hold space for silence as we try to make meaning of our history to help us work for peace and justice today. We gather to rekindle our source of hope for our future by recognizing in one another our shared humanity as we join in a concerted commitment for a better tomorrow. We gather because we need one another. We need community to do all of this holy work. And with that, I invite you to return to your seats and let us worship. We are getting ready to do a little sing-along where you're going to get to choose what we sing. But first, among those selections, but also two songs that we've already chosen to sing this morning, will be some African-American spirituals. And you may recall from a few weeks ago that we have made a commitment to a spiritual reparations project. So there's a basket in the rear of the sanctuary on top of the hymn shelves where you can place your donations to that project. You may also give online through Realm. Those instructions are on the screen right now. You select donation in the drop-down menu and then put reparations in the memo line to go with your contribution. A few words now about two of the spirituals that we know we're going to be singing today. Although the origins of this little light of mine are a bit unclear, this gospel-based spiritual was born as a children's song and has often been used as a tool of resistance to racism and other forms of oppression, offering strength to those who are afflicted. And down by the riverside, which we're going to sing to close our service later today, has roots back to the American Civil War, it was first recorded by the Fisk Jubilee Singers in 1920. It contains biblical imagery of baptism, heaven, and the River Jordan, possibly representing a hidden reference to escaping slavery. Due to its pacifist imagery, the song has been used primarily as an anti-war protest song. 
So we are going to sing those two songs in the service, but right now we're going to show you a list of songs that Tom has prepared to lead from the piano from the Great American Songbook, or something like that. Great. Get America Singing Again. That was close. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask one person in the room and one person on Zoom to choose a song from that list, and we'll sing two songs now. So do you see one you want to sing? And on Zoom, you can either raise your hand or just put it in the chat, and I'll see it. Nobody wants to sing? Mark, go ahead. All right, we're going to sing If I Had a Hammer. Will you rise in body or spirit? And Jill, I see your hand. Will you put your selection in the chat? If I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning, I'd hammer in the evening, all over this land, I'd hammer danger, I'd hammer out a warning, I'd hammer out the love between my brother and my sister. has asked that we sing simple gifts. Oh, good. Turn, turn, will be a delight to 
Please be seated. Good morning. My name is Kelly Daniker. My pronouns are she and hers, and it is my joy to serve as the religious education assistant at the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Columbia. And kids, if you would like to come on down, I have a little walk for us to take later. So if you want to come gather down here while I'm jabbering away, come on down. Good morning. I love, come on over this way. Come on over this way with me. I'd love somebody who runs on down to you. Come on, sweet girl. And you guys can sit right here for me. Perfect. Come on, sit here. Oh, can you sit there for me for just a minute, though? And then I'll get you back up, if I promise, pinky swear. If I pinky swear. Do you want to stay here with me? Okay. So as many of you know, many of our UUC friends are gathered on a camping trip this weekend. Have any of you ever been camping? Anybody in the house ever been on a camping trip, right? So I have a few camping stories, but there is one that just stands out above the rest. When I was about eight or nine, I went camping with my Girl Scout troop. We had a lovely day setting up our campsite and hiking around, and then the weather took a turn for the worse. And it started raining, pouring buckets. So the decision was made for us to pack up and head home. So we dismantled our campsite, while wading through thick mud and sliding all over the place. But it gets even better. We packed ourselves into the minivan, and somewhere along the drive on the way home, I began not to feel well. And as you might have guessed, I got sick in the car on the way home. I was that person that evening. It was certainly not the grand camping story that I had anticipated but I do remember it. <laughs> I remember the people I was with. I remember how heavy that rain felt on my skin, and I remember the feeling of that mud under my feet. Nature always seems to find some way to connect us to it. And so I was wondering what our friends, our UCC friends who are camping this weekend might be seeing around them and feeling under their feet. So I thought we might take a bit of a walk in our indoor campground this morning. So in a couple of minutes, Tom is going to play some music, and we're going to go on a little hike. So the first thing you'll do is you'll come to your path, and you'll step through the gravel. Take a second, feel that under your feet. Next up, lovely, fluffy grass. Well, you'll have to see, you tell me. Then, of course, as all good camping traps have a little water, right? Your choice. Jump over, you can go around it, whatever. Thank you, Amelia. <laughs> One sec. Then you're going to come to a narrow dirt path. You can navigate your path. And finally, even though I know it's not fall, I couldn't resist bringing you some crunchy leaves under your feet. <laughs> so, Tom is going to provide us with me. Now, if you are a person who doesn't want to take the walk, I encourage you maybe to close your eyes and just imagine what these things would feel under your feet. If you are on Zoom, feel free to do the same, or feel free to stand up and take a walk around and imagine the things that you feel under your feet. 
So if you want to come line up right here, and please, we do encourage, so just like during Joy's and Dropping of the Stones, we encourage you to come up this way and come take our walk. Are you ready? So come on up. Sure, you can be a dragon, honey. So Tom is going to give us some music. You ready, sweetheart? Time to go. Ready? And we please encourage everyone to come on down. Don't be shy. <laughs> Water, water, and you can go as soon as she's done. You can go next. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Your turn. And as soon as he goes, you can go. Yeah, keep going. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and come out. Come over here. Come on through. Um, thank you so much. This morning, so I, did, I want to tell you about two comments I got. One person said, I'm so excited. And someone else said, oh, I love this. Did anyone have a favorite service to walk on? What was your favorite thing to walk on? What was your favorite? Say that one more time. All she felt was, did anyone feel anything under their feet? Anyone? Anyone? Amelia, what did you feel? Rocks, correct. Excellent. This morning, we're taking time to notice and celebrate nature, the way that it nurtures our spirits, sustains our bodies, and connects us to one another. We're going to sing songs and tell stories and create memories. Now, while you are having your campfire in here with Paige, the kids and I are going to go outside, and we are going to take a nature walk together, and they are going to choose something to bring back to show you at the end of service. So whether you are camping this weekend or celebrating nature here or taking a walk outside, we hope you'll take time to notice the things around you, to feel the things under your feet, to cherish the people around you. This morning, may we walk in gratitude. 
Now, would you please join us in singing This Little Light of Mine? And kids, you can go meet Miss Amelia in the back, and we'll head outside. prepared for today's service, Kelly and I shared some time reflecting on what are the benefits, and especially the spiritual benefits, of camping, as we've established our, some of our fellow congregants are doing this weekend. And one of those things, maybe the primary thing that we named, is that camping is a choice to put oneself into more direct contact with nature for a time. Perhaps especially for those of us who typically have the good fortune of secure shelter, who are accustomed to the conveniences of functioning utilities and indoor plumbing, and the comfort of being able easily to escape unpleasant weather elements and biting insects. For us to choose not only to play and lounge outside for a short time, but to sleep and eat and bathe and live entirely in closer contact with the natural world for a longer time. To touch it and feel it and hear it and smell it in ways that we usually don't. So for a time this morning here in our indoor temperature controlled, well-appointed space or wherever you are on Zoom, we're going to imagine stepping off the more familiar, well-maintained literal paths here in Columbia, but maybe some figurative paths too of our lives, inviting ourselves to open to possibilities that we might miss if we stay on the path that we've been following. And we're going to begin with a guided meditation that was written by poet and lyricist Martha Kirby Capo. Her writing is deeply informed by that of Henry David Thoreau and her own reverence for the rhythms of nature. It's written as a guided meditation for potential. And I decided not to change that, but to leave it the way she wrote it, because 
inviting ourselves to think more expansively about potential is relevant to all of us and in, to many aspects of our lives. Potential in one's personal or vocational life, in one's organizational life or for an institution. So as we are guided through this experience, I hope you'll be open to where the Spirit leads as you imagine the images that are offered. We don't often use guided meditation in this worship space. Perhaps many of you are familiar with it, but maybe some of you aren't. So if it's unfamiliar to you, this is going to be several minutes long. I will speak and then I will pause and that we will give like a full minute of silence between each section of the guided part. So just be prepared for that spaciousness. A guided meditation for potential. I invite you now into a time of meditation. You may wish to adjust your position, your feet flat on the ground, your body resting easily against the back of a chair or wherever you're seated, your hands gently open, palms up, perhaps resting on your thighs, your eyelids relaxed, closed or half-closed, your breathing soft and easy. The day has been muted and gray, the sun hidden behind a scrim of clouds so diffused they seem like the underside of a gauze canvas draped across the sky. The air, neither cold nor warm, is damp against your skin. You find yourself near a grove of pine trees. Loblollies and larches, hemlocks and Austrian pines standing off to the side, slightly removed from the path you're on, the direction you're heading, the someplace else you're supposed to be. Step off the path for a few minutes. Find a spot under one of the trees and settle in. Notice the patterns in the bark of the branches. Furrowed and flaky, bark peels away incrementally from the limbs like a chrysalis rupturing as new life expands and cracks its protective shell. The needles, dark green and stiff in mid-stretch, are each tipped with a fat bead of moisture 
drops of water not yet dense enough to fall free to the earth. As your gaze softens and sharpens, you notice droplets of water are also clinging to the underside of the branches. How long, you wonder, has it taken this tree to collect the water from the damp air around it? The air is still, still enough to hear the water collecting on the trees, still enough for you to hear the infinitesimally small sound of a wafer of bark lifting another micron of itself away from the trunk. Inside you, there is a chrysalis ready to expand and crack open, sheltering possibilities and potential, glistening with promises. Soften and sharpen your gaze. What do you see? What is the newness that has taken root? How will you nurture it? In the distance, you hear the wind as it sighs toward your tree. And in an instant, you are showered with crystalline beads of water twirling free from their embrace of the tree. The branches lightly flex themselves and settle back into place, open, receptive to whatever may collect along their ridges and grooves. A small bird, intently focused and goal-oriented, flits to a spot high on the tree trunk and starts nosing around. A small shard of bark peels off, falling at your feet. Now take a deep breath. Take another and open your eyes, your feet still flat on the ground, your body resting easily against the back of the chair, your hands gently open. And now I invite you to respond if you want to share with others who are gathered. What came for you? What possibilities and potential arise when you step off the path? 
either literally or in the figurative ways of your imagination. I'm gonna come around in the sanctuary with a microphone, so if you want to respond briefly to that prompt about what possibilities and potential have arisen for you, just raise your hand and I'll bring you the microphone. And then when I get back up to the lectern, I'll call on those of you on Zoom. So use that raise hand option in Zoom if you'd like to speak. Who wants to share a possibility or a potential that came for them? Imagine we're around the campfire just sharing because the spirit moves us as they do at my kids Quaker camp. We're going to look at the camera when we speak so that those of you on zoom know who's talking. Am I okay? Yep. Um, oh, sorry. Um, sort of as my body re relaxed, I realized I really have to make the best of my time uh, and not just get all caught up in silly details, but to relax and enjoy my, my years, what I have left. Thank you. I, of course, imagined all the birds I'd see. Hi, I was just thinking of my grandchildren, two of whom will be starting college this year and one on the way and hoping that I can be there for their celebrations when they graduate from either college or whatever they're going to do to start their lives. I'll be celebrating and looking forward to that. So when I got off the path, the thing I, that came to my mind the most was the scent of the needles, the pine needles, and uh, that was great. What came to mind is just what I thought, giver of life, thank you, I'm still above ground and able to see people and talk with them. Anybody else here in the room? All right, anybody on Zoom have anything they want to offer in response to the prompt about what arose for you, what potentials and possibilities arose during the guided meditation? I don't see hands raised, so if you want to speak, I'm, I'm looking for you. All right. Thank you all. As many of you know already, the Cradle Rock Children's Center is an occupant of this building, a very valuable outreach effort initially of this congregation when it opened 16 or 17 years ago. And each month when we have a fifth Sunday, as we do today, we collect funds to give to the Cradle Rock Children's Center, also lovingly known as CCC, so that they can better do their work and especially support those families who cannot afford the cost of full tuition. So this morning we have a video from a parent of one of the children who's currently a student in the Cradle Rock Children's Center to inspire you to give generously to this outreach offering. We're ready for the video. Thank you. Hello. Uh, 
So my name is Hanae Ingram and I am Halos Preston's mother. She is in the Busy Bees class. So um, the reason that I chose CCC as my center, one is because right off the bat, when I met Miss Amanda, she was very authentic and um, straight off the bat, just let me know how passionate she was about joined the busy beast class in may so it just hit one year for her um and i've seen her progress in so many ways her confidence her communication has expanded um i see that she is great at expressing her emotions and that is something that they work on as soon as um she walks into the door miss bernie makes sure that their heads are lifted up high and the frustration is blown away before they even become a lot more independent and as a single parent that's exactly something that I was looking for in daycare. Um, what I love about CCC is their acceptance, how they met me in Halo right where we were. Anything that I lacked, anything that I was not sure of or you know not knowledgeable of, I could reach out to CCC and they would either have resources or answers or just emotionally there has shown me to be confident and to be open to express my feelings from a parent's perspective and a student's. So many thanks to Hanae for that video and thanks to all of you for being generous with your contributions this morning for the benefit of this Children's Center. Tom will again offer the gift of music and we invite you to contribute either by placing money in the basket by the doors or by giving online as we usually do via text. Thank you.
so our kids have been on a nature walk and now they're back with Kelly. And here they come. So we left the whole tree that we found. We left that outside. Just so <laughs> that was great debate. Okay, do you want to oh, do you want to tell us about your what you found outside? Do you want me to hold that while you show the rest too? What did you find? I found this big tree branch that was that was almost as big as me. I thought almost as big as him. <laughs> and what else do you have in your hands? I also had this wild strawberry. My mom has the rest of the stuff. So he found quite a bit. And mom has the other half. Did you want to tell us something? Thank you, Fisher. What do you want to tell us, Teddy? So I actually got a lot of different things. I got a piece of grass and also some leaves and a bit of moss and also a branch. So lots of moss, lots of branches. Do you want yeah. to tell us anything? <gasps> oh, here's a cool I, item. It has a variety of different types of snakes. <laughs> yes, there was. Show us what you found, Edward. It's really cool. I found a red kind of, um, what is it called? Pine cone. I, yeah, pine cone. <laughs> I just forgot. <laughs> and it's like split in half. It's kind of strange. So we're able to see inside that pine yeah. cone, huh? Yeah, very strange. Any, did you want to come show us it? Oh, do you want to show us Delilah's stuff? Um, so Delilah got two dandelions, a stick, and a wild strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Thank you, guys. So as I said, we left the whole tree outside. Um, but thank you so much for being with us today, for celebrating nature. We'll take it all back out and let it do its thing. All right, thank you. You guys can stay there. I hope you had fun outside. We're going to sing again. You ready? So, Tom, earlier we had some folks on Zoom who wanted to sing, Michael, row the boat ashore and the water is wide. So could we start maybe with just a verse of each of those? Yeah, we got And then we'll invite somebody in here to choose one. Michael read the better short. I love alphabetical order. Okay. And you're encouraged to stand if you want to, obviously not obligated, but we're going to sing. Michael rode the boat ashore, alleluia. Michael rode the boat ashore, alleluia. Sister, help to trim the sail, alleluia. Sister, help to trim the sail, alleluia. And water is wine. Um, oh, it's in the other one. Sorry. This one, yeah, we're going to do the first verse before it gets sad. That's what I'd write. Uh, we can do this as an echo if you, if fewer people are familiar. So I sing and you just sing back each, each line. Uh, the water is wide, I cannot get on, and neither have my wings to fly.
Can you show us the slide one more time and we'll let somebody in the room choose our last song? What do you want to hear or sing, not just hear? Oh, Barbara. We, we shall overcome. All right. I heard we shall overcome and peace like a river. We could do one of each, right? One of each. All right. Thank you. Which one's first? Whichever one you just opened to. In the backyard. <laughs> All right. Let's do We Shall Overcome. Tonight. We Shall Overcome, all right. Chris, are you willing to come help at the table? Delilah might be able to handle it by herself, but she might not be tall enough. Delilah, do you know what we need to do with the stones in the water? We're going to go over here, and we're going to place one stone in the water for each joy or sorrow that's shared. It's our custom in this congregation to give voice to our personal joys and sorrows in a spirit of caring and prayer. We also place pebbles in the water to honor how each individual life and each individual story ripples out and touches all of us and is held by all of us. So that's what Delilah's going to help with.
Thank you, Delilah. Let's put one more stone in the water and then you can go back to your seat. Thank you. That last stone is for all of those things that I know we're holding without words in our hearts. As we hold the joy, the celebration, the fear, the gratitude, I offer these words of prayer written by Barbara Peskin, a Memorial Day prayer. Spirit of life, whom we have called by many names in thanksgiving and in anguish, bless the poets and those who mourn. Send peace for the soldiers who did not make the wars, but whose lives were consumed by them. Let strong trees grow above graves far from home. Breathe, th breathe through the arms of their branches. The earth will swallow your tears while the dead sing, no more, never again, remember me. For the wounded ones and those who received them back, let there be someone ready when the memories come when the scars pull and the buried metal moves, and forgiveness for those of us who were not there for our ignorance. And in us, veterans in a forest of a thousand fallen promises, let new leaves of protest grow on our stumps. Give us courage to answer the cry of humanity's pain and with our bare hands, out of full hearts, with all our intelligence, let us create the peace. I'm going to invite you into a few moments of silent reflection and prayer. And then if you'd like to honor your own joys and sorrows by coming forward in silence and placing a pebble in the water, you may do that during the music meditation. But first, a moment of stillness and quiet. Amen. Blessed be.
rise in body or in spirit. For all that is happening in our world and for this holiday that is observed in our country tomorrow, I offer these words titled, We Remember by Heather Janulis and remind you that if you'd like to contribute to the reparations project, that basket is on the hymnal shelf in the back of the room. We will sing down by the riverside after these words. Spirit of life and love, God of memory, mourning, and history, bring before us the truths of serving in war. Bring before us in compassion and in gratitude those who faced violence so we may know peace. We remember these sacrifices through monuments. We remember these names carved into stone. Inscribe them on our hearts this day. Inscribe them on our conscience every day. So like the stone that bears their names, freedom from violence may endure in our nation and around the world. Amen. Let's sing.
always so.